0: Every woman needs a tribe. The first member of the tribe for a little girl is her mom. Hi, my name is Nkechi Agueno, and I started the What I Wish podcast to highlight the special relationship between a mom and her daughter. I invite other mothers to talk about their experiences as a girl mom and sometimes boy mom, and the lessons learned from their relationships with their own mothers and how that has translated into their relationships with their children. My guest and I also talk about other parts of us, like other relationships in our lives, being single, career development, and self-growth. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the conversations. Um, So I use that to build some of the questions that I have. Okay. So you have two kids, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, Misty, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Okay, my name
1: is Misty, and I um, have two children. My daughter is 15, and my son is six. Um, I'm a high school biology teacher, um, and I have the blog Life Between the Dishes.
0: Okay, so you have a six-year-old boy. I have a six-year-old boy who is just the most... How do I describe Nathan? Most stubborn, most scaring, most I know what I want out of life and I know what I don't want out of life. So leave me <laughs> leave <laughs> me to it. Yes. Yeah. So you They're have very, a. Go ahead. Very energetic. Yes. You have. So that's, that's a huge gap that your kids. It is. Have, yeah. Mm-hmm. How is that? Um, my, my daughter was,
1: um, from a previous marriage and, um, we divorced when she was four.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so I started dating my husband soon afterwards. Yeah. And so he has been in her life since, since she was four, almost five. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's been, um. She's grown up with him as her stepdad, so um, it's he's always been there for her, really. You know, because she was so young. Um, And then we had our son when um, I was almost thirty-six, so a little little older (laughs) in life. But um, but it's it's been great. It works out great. They my kids love each other. And
0: um, they're they're pretty attached to each other. So. Oh, I like that. Um, so I I have a stepfather who I think is the most amazing human being on earth. He could do no wrong, ever. Like my yeah. mom, my mom always says, if I had to choose between her and him, I would choose him, and she's right. <laughs> I would choose him every day because he just. Um, embraced us. He just took us in and I literally became his daughter, you know, every, Mm -hmm. every stage of my life through middle school, high school, college, law school. He was just available. He was... Attentive and he was loving and and then like, not in a judgmental way or anything. He just took us on, well, me specifically, as um as a daughter till this day. And my mom said, you know, he could shoot someone in a crowd, and I would <laughs> see it, and I said, nope, wasn't him, <laughs> right? You know, because I just I adore him. So yeah, so the premise of the podcast really started for me because I. I had a um, I grew up weird you know I grew up without my mom for um, a large part of my childhood and then I started living with her and her her husband and as I got older I realized that there were things in my childhood that I missed out on that mm-hmm. um, I needed from my mom that I did not receive um, just because of the circumstances so the podcast just came out of you know what like motherhood and mother-daughter relationships and what um, can be different? What can be better? What advice Mm -hmm. could people give to help mothers and daughters build better relationships or help mothers just have a better balance in life raising children? So that's the premise of the podcast. Um, Okay. I know that you lost your mom um, when you were 18 or when you were in college. I was 22. I was okay. um, in my senior year of college. Wow! So, and how yeah. was that experience? So you had her through your teen years and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so how did. was that experience?
1: Um, it 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 was the life changing experience. Yeah. Um, it it kind of has, um, always been something that I that I go back to every time that you know i'm faced with a decision or um there's a new chapter in life i I always revert back to you know my mom and like how would things have been different or what would she think of it right now if she were here and that sort of thing so um it it was difficult um i was like i said i was 22 it was my my senior year of college i was doing my um in one of my internships for um education
0: yeah. my
1: education major and um <clears throat> she died from ovarian cancer and she was only 50 at the wow. time um so i look back now and you know think about all the ways that i wish i would have done things differently when i was younger but yeah. you know i was a kid and teenager and then young adult so um I try not to to put too much guilt on myself yeah, for, for sure. not doing things differently, but then it kind of uh, plays a role in how I um, like talk to my own daughter and yeah. and do things with her, yeah. um, so that so that she um, can have you know a better experience. Um, and and not have those regrets like I did.
0: Yeah. Um, so so how does it how does it make you a better parent with your daughter? Like your life experience. Um. Okay.
1: So my mom um, was always there. She was my biggest cheerleader. She did everything for me. I was her little princess. I was the youngest of three kids, and I was the only girl. Um. So. Um i don't want to say i was her favorite but you know you can say um, that
0: if <laughs> <long>. <laughs> no one I no feel one like, else will hear this your siblings will not hear this so right i feel like i was her favorite um but um I, I didn't take advantage
1: of the fact that that she was there for me all the time yeah. um i spent a lot of time doing um doing sports and hanging out with other people and not as much time as I wish I would have spent like just being with her yeah Um, and just just spending time talking learning about you know her childhood and and the things that she dealt with growing up and she was the oldest of seven um, kids and their dad left when she was eight so she was because she was the oldest she you know took on the role of taking care of the younger kids and Mm You know, she didn't go to college. She married my dad um, fairly young. And, you know, all the things that I know she wished that she could have done, um, but she never had the, that opportunity. Yeah. Um, And so she tried to do everything she could to make sure that I didn't miss out on any of those things. Yep. Nope. Um. Understand. So, yeah, she worked, you know, as many jobs as she needed to to make sure that I had... Um, everything. And, you know, my dad, my dad did too. He worked yeah. all the time. So I didn't spend as much time with my dad um, growing up just because he, he was always working or um, he was in the national guard. So he was gone a lot on the weekends and in the summer and that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, I just, I look back and when I'm with my own daughter you know, I try to make sure that we have those times that are special for us. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that you know, I can talk to her and and just tell stories and just be together and enjoy each other's company, and it not always be um, rushing her from one event to another. another. Or yeah, yeah. So um, just really being present in in her life, especially um, just from the experience that I had as. Um, a teenager with my own mom. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do the same with my son, but you know, he's, he's six and he's he's in his own little Pokemon world. So, (laughs) um, yeah, but with, with my daughter, it's, it's been a little different, especially since she, um, you know, she's only with us every other week. She goes to her dad's every other, um, week and she's been doing that since she was four. Yeah. Does he live close? So, yeah, we okay. live we live close to each other. So, okay. and since she's she got her first cell phone when she was like eleven. Yeah. I know a lot of parents would would disagree with that, but that really um, helped me to be able to like just message her every once in a while and say, yeah. "Hey, I love you," you know. And and now that's kind of the thing that that kind of keeps us, even though we're apart for a week, um, we can still text each other and send each other funny funny pictures and um, just stay connected in in that kind of way.
0: Yeah. My daughter she's how old is she? She's nine. Sorry. She's nine (laughs) and um, I got her an Apple watch and it has um, I don't want her to have a phone so she has an Apple watch which has a phone number attached Mm -hmm. to it so I can text her. So like when I know she has a test that she's nervous about I text her before the test, or Mm -hmm. when I know that she's um, had a rough morning or just a day, I text and I can say, I love you, or just randomly while she's at school, I just text her just to um, keep her connected. So I completely understand um, if, yeah, if my daughter was gone a week at a time, I would definitely give her a phone because you have to stay connected, you know, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and she needs a way to be able to reach you if she ever mm-hmm. needed to, so right. completely agree with you on that. My next question is, what is the best advice your mom gave you, if she can think about it?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, I don't know that that she ever just gave me you know, pearls of wisdom as far as just saying, hey, let me tell you this. Yeah. It was more of just watching her. and and seeing how like selfless she was Mm -hmm. um she didn't really come out and say hey you need to do this for your spouse or you need to do this for your children it was more of just seeing the things that she did without complaining and Mm -hmm. you know without question she just did it um so i think just witnessing that um and not so much of the things that she said but just watching what she actually She's did right. like just watching her actions yeah so I think that, that made the biggest impact on me
0: what um, lesson did you learn on your own that you wish someone else had taught you oh goodness um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny your your reaction to my question is everybody's reaction to my question. <laughs> um
1: (laughs) let's see um I wish that I would have known that um that I could do things on my own and not Mm -hmm. have to depend on someone else
0: okay can you expand on that
1: um I got married very young um and it was sort of my way out of home. Um, (laughs) So I was in a very mm, difficult marriage, but I didn't realize it until later. Yeah. So I I wish someone would have recognized that and said, Hey, you can do this on your own. You don't have to have someone, um, you know, to To support you and and to do these things, yeah. Um. So it wasn't until later that I realized, you know, what I I can do this on my own. Um. I don't need this drama in my life. Yeah. And, you know, I can buy my own house and I can support my child by myself. Yeah. And so I was a single mom for three and a half years. Um and was able, you know, like I said, to, to buy my own house, to, to do things on our own. Um, again, I didn't have my mom, right, you know, around. And so that was a difficult part in, in my life just because I didn't have her to turn to. And right. I didn't have a lot of friends that were in the same situation. Yeah. Um, so there was, there was a lot of loneliness during during that time, a lot of um, things that I had to to deal with. So, but it was all well worth it. And I feel like I'm a much better person. I'm a much better mother because of that. And um, I think the biggest thing is that my daughter can look at that and say the same thing. Like I can, I can do this on my own. I don't have to rely on someone else to, to support me. And um, I can make sure that I put myself in a position of, being able to support myself and to do the things that I want to do
0: right and you I'm guessing that you grew up like you you had you grew in confidence you grew in self-worth you you just grew during that time right Mm -hmm. and that's important yeah it is
1: my um my husband had a lot to do with that we started dating um after I got divorced and um he he really pushed me to see those things about myself. That's good. Um more than more than I ever could have done on my own.
0: That's good. And so,
1: yeah, I'm I'm very um blessed and thankful for him. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm I'm a huge huge believer in that um a woman can do any and everything she wants to do. I believe it wholeheartedly. I think it's a mental thing. I mm-hmm. also think that it's part of growing up when, and, and that's why this, this is so important to me because I want little girls to know that you really can, you just, you can choose not to, but you do have the option to, you know? So I think women, I I think women can do whatever they want to do, um, decide that you want to do it. But I think as a mom to a daughter, it's so important that you tell her every time. Mm-hmm. Not in a, you have to do it. It's just that you can. Right. It's not. It's not a matter of. Um, I. I don't want perfect children. I don't want kids who rule the world. But I want you to know that you can if you want to, and if you apply yourself, and if you, if you just try, it's right. it's possible. I. It hurts me when um when I see potential get lost. It, mm-hmm. it is the. It is the most painful thing for me when I see a little girl with such potential, such a brain and energy and power. And it hurts me even more when I see an older woman who does not know how to use her power. Right. Like, we all have it. You know, you just have to know how to use it, how to apply it. And you can accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, that spills over into,
1: you know, my my career as a teacher. Yeah. Um, I teach high school kids yeah. and so I'm with 15, 16, 17 year olds every day. And, um, that's another thing that I try to just to show them, you know, especially the girls that, you know, you, you can do things. You don't have to be just like everyone in your family. You don't right. have to be stuck, um, in situations that you don't like, you know, you can, make decisions for yourself and, and choose different paths. And, um, so I try to, I try to be that for them. Um, that's one of, one of the best parts about being a teacher. Do
0: you feel like, um, do you feel like some of the girls that you teach don't know that, like they don't have someone telling them those things at home or they don't have the example? Yeah. Mm hmm yeah. Mm. So I, I, especially the ones that I can
1: like see myself yeah. in, you know, I try to, um, I try to especially, you know, make comments to them or, you know, give them suggestions about things without being overly pushy or motherly. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't really give a lot of personal information to my students, but um, I try to you know, hint at things so that they know, hey, this this teacher's real, and she's been through some things. Yeah. So, maybe I should listen to what she has to say and that kind
0: yeah. of thing. My um, I work for a non my my daily life. I work for a nonprofit, and we have um a program. We have a youth program that helps youths who are justice involved, so that maybe coming out of the juvenile justice system or in foster care, and. It is tough. It is so tough. Yeah, it is so tough. And again, the boys, for some reason, boys will always be okay. Boys figure it out or the world is just meant for boys to... You can be okay if you you Mm -hmm. wanted to. But the girls are just tough. And it's interesting watching um, them get attached to a man. It like that kills everything. Mm-hmm. It, it it like ruins everything. It's it's incredible. You'll have a, a young lady who is um, focused. Right? Has a plan and all of that. As soon as a boy comes into the picture, it's it's done. It's over. And right. as soon as they get pregnant, then it's over and it, it just turns and it breaks my heart again because Whatever the attraction to the boy was, whatever the boy saw in them, that is the power. And Mm -hmm. they just give it up so easily and you're stuck with the baby. The he's living his life, you know. You have to figure out daycare, you have to figure out food, you have you have to figure everything out and he's moved on to living his life. You know. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Um, let's see. What do you think that um, your daughter learns from you? Like, what are things that you would say that as a fifteen year old that you can say, you know what she 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 heard me when I said this or she she received my teaching. Um
1: I think just, learning that, that she can have a mind of her own okay. and she can um, she can respectfully disagree with things mm-hmm. um, but that she can still find ways to um, to um, keep the peace I guess um, because she doesn't always agree with with things that you know i say or do or that her dad says or does and um but she has learned that even though she doesn't agree she can still um find a way to um like i said just have that balance of you know i don't agree with this but i'm gonna do this this way because that's you know what i i am expected to do and I have to do kind of what my parents tell me to and so um which causes a a little stress for her at times
0: yeah I can imagine Um,
1: but she she um she talks to me and I think that that's um that's a big deal for me because I didn't really talk to my mom as much as Mm. I wish I would have Yeah, yeah and so a lot of the things that i dealt with you know my mom never knew about and
0: so um, why do you think that is like why do you think you were not comfortable what was it very um
1: I'm a I'm an introverted person and so I know um I'm not one to just find someone to talk to and tell things to and so I hold everything inside yeah, um, and I can see that that my daughter is the same way.
0: Yeah, um,
1: she just kind of internalizes everything. Uh, so I never, I never really took the time I think to sit down and just chat with my mom.
0: Did your mom try to get you to chat with her?
1: Um, you know, I think it was a common, you know, parent relationship, which just, hey, "How was your day? My day yeah. was fine." You know. Yeah. And just kind of move on we were we were both like I said she she worked a lot and I yeah. did sports and so and I had school and so we we didn't really spend a lot of extra time um just yeah. hanging out right. and so like I said that's one of the things that I try to do with my daughter and to, to make sure that we um that I prioritize a little bit of time just to or hang time. out
0: yeah. yeah
1: and not and not have to be something where we're all the you know always doing stuff
0: <laughs> yeah you said that you your mom was your mom inspiration
1: hmm
0: what um exp- how um
1: she like I said she was just she was selfless mm-hmm. um she took care of everybody mm-hmm. she did everything for everybody without yeah. being asked without complaining she just she just did it Um, And, you know, I don't know, I think watching her um, and how she, how she ran our, our family and how she was always there for whoever needed her at the, at the time, Um, she knows she had three children and took care of all the household stuff and yeah. um, still worked outside the home. And, um, so she, she was just an example for me, I think, just to, just to like be that person who is in charge, you know, right. yep. um, like I can do it all. Um, and But I did see, you know, the times where she appeared to be worn down and tired and stressed. And um, she was the same way, like she internalized everything. I don't think I ever saw her really, um, you know, having times where she just wanted to talk about everything going on in her life. It was always she kept all
0: of that inside. Hmm. Um Okay. So <clears throat> you got that. If you, so let's talk about your blog and what you do with it. The inspiration behind it. Like why did you decide to do that?
1: Um, I had been wanting to, to start a blog just just for fun. Um, just to kind of have that that creative outlet and and to just be able to learn new things like there's so much that I have learned in the past two years um, trying to figure out how to have a website and do social media and like I've never done any of that I didn't even have a Facebook um, you know so it was it's more of I enjoy learning Yeah, and that Mm -hmm. gave me something to kind of focus on Um, so that it wasn't just random things that I was picking up and trying to learn here and there. It was all focused toward one goal. Um, I think one of the, the biggest, uh, things that, that I want to get out of the blog is just being able to kind of be that person. Um, like when I was, I was 22 and my mom passed away and I didn't have her there to, to help me in adulthood basically. Right. Um, and especially through children and, um, you know, now raising my daughter and my son and the different stages that they're in. And yep. I don't have her to turn to and say, Hey, how would you do this? Mm-hmm. Or what did you do in this situation? Yep. And so I, I like to share those sorts of things, um, on my blog so that if someone else is in the same situation, you know, they have somewhere that they can go oh well this person says you know they've been in this situation this is what they would have done or you know maybe um you know I didn't like I said I didn't have a lot of friends who are in the same situations as me and so I spent a lot of time you know turning to google or pinterest (laughs) or whatever to try to figure things out and so um I, I think that I'm just kind of trying to be that um, for someone else. So, right.
0: I so when you were talking about um, you know being an introvert and uh, I'm I'm an extreme introvert, I really am. Um, but I've learned to, I I've, I'm well I'm learning to balance it. So like last night my no last week, my mother in law lives with us. She got sick. My daughter got sick. And I run, um, I'm the COO at my organization, so I run our operations. So Mm -hmm. in between everyone being sick, I have a team (laughs) to run. I have meetings. I have to leave work to pick up one child because she fell and hit her head on concrete. So they were concerned about a concussion, yes. And then um, she went to school the next day. They called me. She was dizzy, nauseous, a whole bunch of stuff. Great. So I picked her up. Mother-in-law was sick. Then the next day, my daughter was not feeling well, so she stayed home. I'm at work. My nephews were also visiting from Delaware. It was just a lot going on. (laughs) So... My daughter calls me and she's like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm dying. My stomach hurts. Oh, my God, I can't eat my throat. Oh, my goodness. So I had to leave work yet again and go to um, pick her up, took her to the doctor and ruled out everything. No COVID, no strep, nothing. She's dehydrated and she had uh, tonsillitis. Mm -hmm. So they gave her whatever they gave her. And then my nephew says, oh, you know, he's 18. He's like, I need to go take pictures. Can we go somewhere just so I can take pictures? Sure. Why not? Let's go (laughs) take pictures. So I took him to this new spot in Houston. It like it's a rooftop and on the rooftop you see everything. And it's just Mm -hmm. beautiful. So I took him there. He took pictures. And then (sighs) yesterday... Finally, they left yesterday morning, the two of them, my nephews did. My daughter was still sick. I'm exhausted. And My son went to soccer. He came back. He said, my foot itches. So I washed his feet. My foot still itch. Okay. Washed it again. I got itching cream. I went to Target, got itching powder, nothing was helping. (laughs) Then he just cries the whole day. And I said, okay. Whew. So finally I gave him Benadryl. And I just go to sleep. Cause I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he but then I could tell it was itching because even the Benadryl, he fell asleep but he was still uncomfortable. So I just laid mm. in bed with him. At two AM I got up and I snuck back to my room. And who follows me. He's like, mommy, why do you leave the bed? Please come back. <laughs> Went back to bed with him. And then this morning, he wakes up. He's like, yeah, I'm good. It's gone. Great. Now that you're exhausted. And... I'm, I'm exhausted. So I right. woke up and I said, you know, what, what do I need? I've learned to kind of prioritize myself just a little mm-hmm. bit because I can tell right. when, I'm, when I'm done and I'm done today like I'm I'm done I have nothing <laughs> to give right. so I woke up had my coffee and I just went for a really really long walk this morning by myself and my daughter said oh can I come so I can skate no you cannot <laughs> I know it, it was just one thing after the other and I used to be a mom who wants to make sure everyone's okay. Right. And I still am, but I've learned to start teaching them how to make sure that they are okay. Like, you have to learn how to be okay. So, like, you have to learn how to make some foods for yourself because sometimes I'm just tired. You have to learn to enjoy your own company sometimes because I'm tired or I don't want to or I'm (laughs) just (laughs) done and like a day like this I'm done because it has just been a week of and I could feel it my head hurts I could feel that I'm tired you know and so I'm saying all this to say to you make time for balance because no one else will tell you to take a break you know Mm -hmm. to make time for right. for balance. <sighs> um okay. So I read on your on your website you said that you have learned to accept failures with grace. Can you please ex- ex- explain that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I I think that I've I've just learned that I'm not going to be perfect and I'm not going to do everything the right way. Yep and that's okay I shouldn't expect myself to be that way and so just to to take those as learning experiences and and to move on from them and to not continue to hold on to guilt and that sort of thing um
0: yeah I love that um okay if you could give only three advice to moms from all that you have learned so far what would they be um
1: okay. I think one of the things that I would one piece of advice I would give to moms is to not lose yourself. Um and just to you don't have to conform to what everyone else thinks you should be. Yep. Um as as a mother, as a woman, as you know, whatever your career choice is, or if you're Um, If you, you know, or stay at home mom or whatever you choose, then just as long as you're choosing that for yourself and not because of what everyone else expects of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's,
0: that's one thing. Real quick on that. I had a boss um, a couple of years ago. Um, I think she was my first female boss. And my daughter was three months old when I started working with her. And... One day she pulled me to the side and she said, I know you're not asking my advice, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. She said, before you got married, there was Nikki. Before you had Brianna, there was Nikki. After Brianna grows up, there's still going to be Nikki. So don't lose yourself in all of it. Don't right. lose Nikki and all of it. Yeah. And now I think that was the best. That was a turning point for me. That was one of the best advice I've ever had because it helped me to remember that I also need to prioritize myself. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So number one, you know, that, like you said, priorit- prioritize yourself and, and don't don't lose yourself in everything. Um, number two, if you you know, you you are married or in a relationship or or however that is in your life, then, you know, I think making that a priority is important. Um, so, you know, just making sure that my husband and I have time together where we're not always focused on the kids or yeah. you know, our our jobs or whatever else is going on, just to be able to, to spend time together. Yeah. Um is is another important thing in my life. Yeah. Um, I know everyone has different situations, but, but that's another important thing for me. Um, and then just to be there for your kids, um, and not be the one who's pressuring them to be, um, a certain thing for you. Correct. You know, they're, it's not their place to make you happy. Right. Um, it is it is your place to teach them and to be the example for them and then to support them in their in their own lives and, and the things yeah. that they choose, um, you know, and to be that guide for them, but to not make them feel like they have to do what you want them to, because that's what you expect. Um, you yeah. know, I want I want my daughter to to do what she wants to do when she grows up and and to choose the things that that is best for her because she's the only one that knows that, you know, and I just have to trust that the things that I've taught her along the way you know will will kind of guide her in those decisions but but just to support that regardless of what what it is yeah um, so. And then, you know, of course, to be there for my son when he gets to that point, too. Yeah. But right now, his goal is when he grows up, he wants to be a teenager. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a little ways to go before he gets to that point.
0: Oh, um, that's easy. That's so, an easy yeah. goal to, right. to get to. Um, mm-hmm. OK, so I've I. I've always wanted to ask a teacher this question and, and it's like perfect time in because teacher appreciation week is coming. And what is the best gift that you would want from your students or the parents? Being a high school
1: teacher, yeah. um, we get very few gifts. I know. I realized that. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's very uncommon for, for me to get, a gift from a student, but any, anything is, is appreciated. I think, um, you know, I teach a lot of kids in a rural area and, and they don't have a lot of extra money. And, um, you know, when they pick something out for me specifically and, and I can tell that they chose it because they know that I like particular things then, you know, those are, those are special. And even if it's, you know, a book from the thrift store that, um, I got for Christmas, um, that was dusty and, you know, but the child wrapped it for me, gave it to me and, you know, it was, it was a beautiful gift. And, um, you know, those are the things that I appreciate. I would much rather have that than, You know, someone to go and their mom go pick me out a book um, to give to me that means nothing to the child, right? Um, So, you know, I I think if it's if it's something that the kid wants to give or the kid picks out or or thinks of on their own, those are the the most special gifts.
0: Mm. So interesting because my daughter and I we've been talking about. Teacher Appreciation Week. And do you know what she wants to give the teacher? So, two things. Her teacher loves styrofoam cups. She always has it <laughs> with her coffee. So she said, let's just get her a box of, of styrofoam cups. That's perfect. She would probably <laughs> love that. And I told the teacher, she said, yes. She said, yes, absolutely. Please. She said, I don't care about the environment, so I would gladly accept <laughs> A box of styrofoam cups. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's perfect.
0: Um, and then for another teacher, she wants to get. She loves coffee. She wants to get her charm bracelet with coffee, um, with a coffee charm on it. And I said, Yeah, no. Yeah, that's expensive. <laughs> right. <So no. laughs> right. Maybe
1: maybe a keychain.
0: Yeah, with a coffee nice, cup or something. Nice thought, though. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Um, okay. Do you? Um, why did you decide to become a teacher?
1: I um, I always wanted to be a teacher. I've always enjoyed um, like telling people what to do yeah. and teaching them the things that I know, like being the know it all. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was just kind of a natural. Did position you always want to teach high school though? Um, no, I wanted to do elementary school, um, but. When I was a teenager, I coached um, preschool gymnastics, and I realized really quickly that I did not like little children. <laughs> so, um, so I, I switched um, fairly quickly to, to high school, and I was always good at science, and I enjoy science. So um, yeah. that's that's the path that that I took. Um, but I, I remember in the um, in the seventh grade, I wrote an essay about you know, what we wanted to be when we grew up. And I told my English teacher that I wanted to be homeless. Oh, and, and, but this is the reason I wanted to be homeless so that I could live on the streets and teach people, other homeless people, how to read and write so that they could get jobs. Uh And that was, that was like my seventh grade brain. And so, um, you know, I don't know. I guess it's just like I said it's always been something that that I've had a heart for just helping other people.
0: Yeah. Um, do you so work
1: with the homeless at all? I, I do not. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know, I I have hundreds of teenagers, you know, every year that that I'm involved with in some form mm-hmm. or fashion. Yeah. Um and and they come from all backgrounds and all situations. Yeah. yeah. So, um you know, there's still that opportunity to to help to help kids and yeah. you know when you have a student who is going through um you know a bad situation at home and you're able to get them to the counselor so that they yeah. can get to get help and that sort of thing um
0: yeah
1: I think that's that's kind of the same purpose that I think I had when, when I was had, younger yeah yeah
0: I have um, so I work with the homeless. We do just mm-hmm. that. We help homeless people find housing, and then we help them find jobs. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, a lot of them read at a third grade level, or la- oh, right. not at all. So you you yeah. were kind of right on track. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I guess that's uh, you know teaching the high schoolers and making sure that they they see education as having value so that they can have a better situation in life it's and not everything. feel stuck it's
0: right. educa- it is everything Like I, I know right now there's a push for um, money financial mm-hmm. literacy and how to make money but I, my argument is always you need an education I don't care I I don't care how talented you are Without the ability to read, without the ability to write, without the ability to communicate with others, mm-hmm. without the ability to read social cues, you will not go very far, no matter right. what, no matter, no matter what you are doing. So I'm having still, those, uh,
1: just critical thinking skills yeah. and just oh being goodness. able to, yes. to think for yourself and, and to not always just do what you're told. Yes. Um, you should it, believe or should thank her
0: yeah my job gives me a whole lot of information that unfortunately my kids have I come home and I'm like oh no you mm-hmm. you you have to do better and I have to do better as a parent you know so like my daughter has a book report due I make her do all of it she said oh I read right. the book did you read all of it no but I know what I need I was like no you read every single page, mm-hmm. cover to cover. Right. Um, do you have any questions for me? Um. No, I don't. No. Um
1: I, I don't at the moment. I'm sure okay. I'll probably think of something as soon as as soon as we
0: hang yeah. up. So. Well, you can always <laughs> text me, um, and I'll, I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. Okay. Um, so I'm done. I don't have any more questions. Thank you so much for Thank you. your thoughtfulness. It wasn't bad, right? No, it wasn't yeah, bad. It wasn't bad at all. <laughs> for your thoughtfulness, for your openness, for being vulnerable. I could I could tell at times it was it was yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that you were um calm through all of it. And thank you for I could tell the type of teacher and the type of person that you are in the heart that you have. Thank you for that. You know, you. I, I appreciate, I would want you to be my daughter's teacher <laughs> in high school. Because- See, that's, that's how I am. Like, I want to
1: be the teacher that I would want my daughter to have. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's, that's my mentality. Um. And I, and I have to remind myself that, you know, a lot of times when I when I turn to that, yeah. I don't like you, you know, yeah. kind of thing. You know, I have to remember these. I might be the only positive
0: person in this kid's right.
1: day, you
0: know. And
1: I could um, tell so. that you you
0: are thoughtful about it. <laughs> so. so thank you. I will let you know when it goes live. All right. All right. Thank you Thanks so much. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.